Welcome to PFQ Learning Objective 8, Project Quality Management. With Project Quality Management, there are a total of six criteria for us to review. 8.1, which is define the term quality. 8.2, outline the purpose of quality management. 8.3, define the term quality planning. 8.4, define the term quality control. 8.5, outline the purpose of quality assurance. And 8.6, state the purpose of decision gates, post-project reviews, benefit reviews, and project audits. Let's look at quality and quality management. And first, we're going to look at the definition that APM provides for what is quality. So quality is defined as the fitness for purpose or the degree of conformance of the outputs of a process or the process itself to requirements. All right, let's break that down one little bit at a time to try to determine what is meant in that sentence. So fitness for purpose and degree of conformance. Let's take degree of conformance first. If you were to take two watches, one being a Casio and the other being a Rolex, and you were to walk around the street and ask people, which of these two do you think is higher quality? Well, instinctively and instantly, everyone will pick the Rolex. But the, under this definition, under the APM definition, the answer to that may not actually be the Rolex. It would have to, you would have to look at the quality plan and the quality outputs to determine which is the higher quality watch. So degree of conformance. For example, with the Casio, they might be a project critical success criteria in play that it has to conform to the following. One out of every 1,000 Casio watches that come off the assembly room floor can be broken. They're not looking for perfection. They're looking for 999 out of 1,000 to work. And if the project manager and the project team and the quality team are able to meet that exactly, no more, no less, then they have fulfilled the degree of conformance perfectly, and that Casio watch is very high quality. So it is making sure that you're doing exactly what you do need to do, no more and no less. Any more would be considered a waste of resources, time, and money. So that is quality when it comes to um, degree of conformity. Let's see the first part of the definition next. Fitness for purpose. Well, in order for something to be quality, it has to have a real life purpose. It has to be able to do something. And the Casio watch does do that. It is a watch, it tells time. It has a place in the marketplace at a price point. It actually is fit for purpose. It can be used. And every single product that is made by all projects from the very beginning of when projects were ever made, they had to make something that was useful that could be used by business as usual in order to realize benefits. So that's the definition of quality. So quality management is defined as a discipline for ensuring the outputs, benefits, and processes by which they are delivered meet stakeholder requirements and are fit for purposes. So it's the discipline, the process that you use in order to be a quality item, and again, that quality item is defined by its degree of conformance to requirements. So everything that you need to do in order to meet those requirements is considered quality management. And that can include testing, inspections, 
audits, prototyping demos, doing a pilot, all of those things would go into a quality management system so that the product that you make conforms to requirements and is fit for purpose, has a use, can be taken up by BAU and start delivering benefits. So quality management itself has three key components, planning, assurance, and control. And we'll go into these in some detail. So quality planning is how are you going to conform to requirements? How are you going to meet the quality success criteria of your project? And you document that. It's part of the PMP. It gets signed off on. So it's the tools and techniques that you're going to use. Testing, prototypes, um, pilots, inspections, audits. What processes are you going to build into your project in order to meet the quality requirements? All of that is documented in the quality plan itself. Then quality management gets broken out into two areas, which are often used interchangeably in the real world. But APM have very specific definitions of these two. The first one is quality control. So quality control is about the outputs. It's about the product. It's about checking them, testing them, verifying that they're conforming to requirements. So you were in a factory floor, widgets might be coming out of a conveyor belt, ready to be handed over for business as usual, and you might spot check one out of every 10 to make sure that it meets the quality requirements itself. So it's product focused and very much within line with a project manager and a project team. Quality assurance is an independent function. It has to be outside the project team itself. Still can be within the organization. It can be an internal quality assurance um, department within an organization, or you could hire consultants to come in separately to do assurance. And it is about auditing and making sure the right processes are in place. So if there's a step-by-step -step process on a factory floor for health and safety, it is verifying that those processes are in place and they are being followed. And the nice thing about quality assurance, because it doesn't sound very nice, does it? It's somebody coming in and checking on the work independent of your project, sounds scary. But if you pass quality audits as part of quality assurance, it gives confidence to the stakeholders that the project is being run correctly. So we're gonna move on now to an exercise, quality assurance and quality control. So what we'd like you to do is propose two quality control and two quality assurance activities that you would recommend for the scenario project that we have for you and come up with a justification for each of the two. So a total of four, two for quality control and two for quality assurance. Let's look now at reviews. So reviews are specific events that help quality control and quality assurance. And they are four of them to consider. So we have decision gates, post-project reviews, benefits reviews, and audits themselves. So let's define what each of these are and how these contribute to quality management. Decision gates is when the project comes to a specific point in time, it will be in the schedule, it will be a milestone, you have reached a decision gate, and the project is reviewed to see if it is still viable. That go, no-go decision is made at this point 
by the sponsor and the steering group. And they may look at test results from quality control to see how well that product is standing up. Will it conform to requirements? And if the project is unable to meet the requirements, they may stop the project and use the resources for another opportunity. So decision gates are a built-in quality control, quality assurance, quality management process that's built into a project lifecycle. A post-project review is done after business as usual have accepted the products. So the project's almost done, but it's not quite done. Right before we finish it, we hold a post-project review. And at this point in time, lessons learned are reviewed. And lessons learned can help the next project learn from the mistakes of the previous project and capitalize on the things that went well to repeat the successes. And this all contributes to continuous quality improvement of an organization over time as more and more projects are completed, more and more post-project reviews are conducted, more lessons learned are produced. The organization itself will slowly get better and better incrementally and their quality will improve. Benefits review is done after the project has completed and the product has been in business as usual for a set amount of time to allow it to bed in. And the sponsor will look at how well the product is achieving its benefits and make any corrective actions that need to be done if the benefits aren't being realized. So this helps steer the quality in the right direction itself and helps assure that the project benefits which is the reason the project was started in the first place, actually do come true. Audits is a quality assurance function, independent. Can't, an audit can't be done by a project team internally, has to be outside. And this will assure that the project is using the right processes, it has the right training, and those processes are used correctly. And this again will give confidence to stakeholders that the project is being run correctly. So if we look now at when these things occur, so we'll take a f um, these examples and try to place them within the project life cycle. So gate reviews are done at the end of a specific gate and before the next one, or this, I'm sorry, the end of a specific phase and before the next phase. So a go-no-go -no -go decision can be done. Post-project reviews are done after the product has been released into BAU, but before the project closes. Benefits realization is part of the extended project lifecycle. So it allows the sponsor to review the benefits and manage them and take any corrective actions after the product has been delivered to BAU. These occur also within iterative cycles, not just waterfall. You may not have the specific gate reviews, but you will want to have at very specific times reviews on how well the project is going and go-no-go decisions. This might happen after a prototype or after a series of time boxes have gone by and it's a logical point to look at it. Quality assurance still occurs within iterative. You still have an independent quality assurance process to make sure that the products are, are following the right processes. Um, and the same thing with benefits realization. Once that product has been created by an iterative or agile project, a sponsor will review it and make sure that the products that were created are actually realizing the benefits that they're supposed to.